Welcome to the True Grit Strength Podcast. I'm Ryan Steck. And I'm Rachel Geiger. We created the True Grit Strength Podcast so that we can share our stories around how strength training changed us for the better and helped us to discover our athletic potential, develop grit, and pursue growth in all aspects of our lives. It's through our stories that we hope to share with you that regardless of where you are or where you've started from, you can build strength and athleticism in all ages and stages of life despite loss, injuries, or setbacks. So how do you make a comeback to the gym when the odds are stacked against you? Tune in to find out. Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. (laughs) So we recorded this the other day on Friday when we normally release our episodes. Thursday. Thursday. We recorded, and it was, we got a late, start like we started Brian had a call that night so we had like started a little bit later than normal and we we were like okay let's just get it done we recorded the whole thing it was about 45 minutes 45 minutes and we went to upload it and there was an error and then we like played it back and There was some wild... The audio was all messed up. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah, we finally finally made it back around. Um, But I made a commitment that I was going to do a podcast episode every single week, and so here we are. Here we are. Um, So I guess happy Sunday. Yeah. Um, Normally we release on Friday, but this week y'all are getting this info on Sunday. Um, But hopefully that's a good day for people to... You know, rest, relax, listen to a little podcast. Yeah, for Um, sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Christmas is this week. Yeah, it's coming up. It's weird that it's on a Friday. Yeah. Um, All the days run together. For sure. But we are working on our plans, what we're going to do, maybe make some Christmas cookies. Yeah. Um, the, The pets all have their little gifts to open, so that'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of gifts to open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of gifts, uh, before we get into this t- today's episode, one thing that I wanted to mention is that um, I decided this year to start doing uh, gift cards for True Grit Strength. Um, just in case you know anybody that, or a friend or family member or loved one that needs or that has health and fitness goals for this coming year. Um, and maybe uh, is in need of a workout program or online training or coaching of any kind. Um, so yeah, um, if you need a last minute gift, Christmas is this week. And uh, I know going out to the stores and shopping for stuff in person is a little stressful. And also mailing things is extremely <laughs> expensive right now, if you don't already know. Right. Um, and the mail is super delayed. So if you do need a last minute gift, um, a gift card could be a great option um now until christmas day so all the way through christmas day actually um i'm also giving discounts so you can save a lot of money uh by doing the gift cards uh so right now if you 
uh, spend $50 on True Grit Strength gift cards, you actually get $100 in value in terms of credit that you can apply to, like I said, any kind of, it applies to any of my services. So any of my like done for you programs that I have for sale on my website, any online coaching packages, um, literally anything. Um, I'm doing a challenge in January, so um, they could use that credit towards entering the challenge. Um, so yeah, if you spend $50, you'll actually get $100. Um, if you spend $150, um, you'll actually get $200 in credit. Um, and then the top tiered one is if you spend $200, you actually get $300 of credit, which we're, you know, just for uh, reference, that would $300 in credit would get you two months of online coaching. So eight weeks, uh, which is a solid amount of time to see some really good results. Um, and uh, now through Christmas Day, um, if you do spend money on a gift card, uh, you also get a high protein recipe ebook um, that has about 52 high protein recipes. Um, it is an ebook, so it's a digital file, so you can keep a copy for yourself. I won't judge you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, some really great recipes in there. Um, also gives you a couple weeks of like sample meal plans so you can kind of see how to like piece it all together. Um, a really great awesome. resource to have if you're looking to change things up and try out some new stuff cooking wise. Yeah, and if you happen to track um, your food in My Fitness Pal, isn't there? Isn't it like linked to My Fitness Pal or something? Yeah, so each recipe actually has a barcode that you can scan that will automatically update the macros in My Fitness Pal, which oh, has saved you such a game changer, a ton of time. Also, everything in there is sort of labeled, so like it's labeled low carb, gluten free, vegetarian. Nice. Um, all those types of things like there's labels if you're looking for recipes that fit certain dietary needs but one commonality through all of the 52 recipes is that they are all high in protein which we all need, need. a lot of yes and do you get the recipe book with any tier gift yes. card yes okay. so spend any amount wow. on gift cards and you automatically get that recipe ebook Nice. Yeah. Also, um, if you're curious what you can apply those amounts to um, or curious how to buy them, um, you can just email me at ryan at truegritstrength.com and I'll help you out, kind of figure out, you know, how much money you're looking to spend and, and what your person who you're gifting it to could possibly use the credit. But like I said, anything that I have for sale and any program I have for sale in my store. So I have things just for reference that range from you know, $47, I think is the cheapest program that I have. And then each month of coaching um, is around $150, $200 a month. So like I said, a $300 credit could actually get you eight weeks of coaching, which is a pretty awesome deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all for sale on the website. Um, you can just go to truegritstrength.com backslash shop and all of the gift card amounts and more details on what you can get with those and how to redeem them. Um are all on there but basically when you buy them you'll get emailed a pdf um that has like a printout that you can write your name and address it to whoever it's to write a gift message it has the little photo of the amount on there and all that so you actually have something to gift that person uh either you know via email or print out in a card or whatever you want to do nice yeah sounds perfect yeah so check that out all right let's get into it all right y'all um so last week we talked a lot about um, the power of reflection and we're going to kind of continue on this theme of like reflecting at the end of the year and goal setting for the new year. Um, and we know that this time of year is when most people set um, resolutions, which 
last week we talked about reflection and, and these things kind of go uh, together. So you might be thinking about like what you want to do in the new year. Maybe you want to eat healthier. Maybe you're working on saving money. Maybe you're working on losing weight. Uh, maybe you're working on trying to get stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So lots of different goals out there. Um, before we dive into it too, I did want to kind of differentiate. Um, I personally don't like the word resolutions um, because I feel like there's something about that word that feels very like short-sighted and kind of like it's like setting short, short, <laughs> short-term goals <laughs> um, where I like to think of it more like goal setting. So like long-term, right? Yeah. Like over the year, over the next 12 months, like what are we hoping to accomplish so that when we're sitting here this time next December, um, we will have accomplished these things that we're looking to, to set out and describe. Um, you know, I think the, the common joke that people kind of ditch their New Year's resolutions three months in is for that reason. You know, I think they're, they're short-sighted. Um, they're kind of looking to just do something in the short term, and they're not really thinking about how that kind of expands to a whole year like most people. And I've made this mistake myself. Like nobody's thinking about their New Year's resolutions in July. Right. Like it's like past the point of being top of mind. Right. And that's where I think like March is kind of the key where it's like, oh, yeah, I started off really strong in January and then kind of fell off. And then, you know, so um, just wanted to kind of like differentiate those things. And I'm just like a big proponent of thinking about this as sort of like goal setting for the year, like in the next 12 months, like what do you want to accomplish? Um, And then kind of working backwards from there, which we'll get into in this episode. But um, yeah, most people don't follow through with the resolutions that they set. And if that does sound familiar, um, you know, how can you do this goal setting? Um, and how can you create goals um, so that you can be successful? So in today's episode, we're going to talk about five of the best ways that you can set your resolutions or goals um, so that you'll actually stick with them all year round. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go through each step with y'all and give you some examples Um, And hopefully this will help set you up for success uh, in 2021. Mm -hmm. All right. So our um, first strategy for y'all is to reflect on your previous experience. Now, we talked about this a lot in last episodes, um, in the last episode, but just remember that taking the time to reflect on the past grounds us in our control over our lives. So we know that reflection is the key to our own personal growth. When we're able to reflect, um, we're able to see the areas of our life where our choices helped us or where potentially they harmed us, as well as the areas where we can make changes um, to be better aligned with our overall goals. Yeah, for sure. So reflection also um, gives us a moment to, like I said earlier, goal set and think about what feels important to us and then decide if we're willing to do the work that's actually needed to to move forward. And so I think this is also kind of a common pitfall with resolutions is we kind of think of these things that we really want, but we don't really map out a plan to of how we're actually going to do that. And if and kind of like make an agreement with ourselves of said, okay, if this is what I want and this is what it takes to get there, like, do I feel like that's reasonable and do I feel like I can actually follow through with that? So um, the reflection part, part is key because when you reflect on the previous year or previous experience trying to tackle whatever this is that you're looking to improve, 
um, you can reflect on that and um, kind of figure out what worked and what didn't so that you can use that information to better set yourself up for this coming year. So last week we did an exercise um, on how to do just that. Um, so if you haven't listened to it, definitely give it a shot, but I'm just going to recap kind of the exercise questions that we went through um, uh, so that you can kind of do that exercise before you set your goals. So the first question on how to reflect is to look back at last year at what worked. And when we're thinking about this, like you can apply this to different areas of your life. So if you're looking to, you know, make a career change or like you have specific career goals, like you can use this exercise. If you have fitness and health related goals, you can use this, um, family, whatever it is, like it can, you can apply this exercise to different areas of your life. Um, I would just recommend like thinking about one at a time and running through, you know, for example, you have health and fitness goals for 2021, run through this exercise simply with that area of focus in mind. Um, so think back to last year using health and fitness as an example, um, think back to last year and and think about like what you were trying to do and what actually worked well for you. Um, you know, like maybe you found that, getting your workout in in the morning, you were more consistent with that, even if you weren't always perfect, like you were, you tended to be better about getting that in, you know, when you had a training partner or better about getting that in when you did it in the morning before you got interrupted. So whatever that is for you, think back about what actually worked. Um, the second thing that you're going to do, so the second question um, is think about what didn't work. So where did you kind of struggle? Uh, where did you sort of like, what, what setbacks did you have? Um, just anything about, you know, you know, what wasn't successful for you and what kind of kept you from reaching your goals last through the last year. Um, within that, make sure that you're kind of acknowledging, you know, circumstantial things and differentiating like circle circumstantial sort of external factors from things that we actually can control. So like, for example, what didn't work, you can't just say COVID, right? Because those were sort of like circumstantial things that we all had out to deal with control. that were out of our control. Um, but we still have power and ownership over our own decisions and how we sort of responded to that circumstantial thing. So, you know, try to own, own your own decision-making progress process in this exercise when you're thinking about what didn't work. Um, and then number three is what improvements can you make? So based off what didn't work and what did, uh, what improvements can you make, uh, this next go around? And then the last one, number four, is out of those improvements that you have to make, like what are you actually willing to do? And this is where you have to get really, really honest with yourself around, you know, and it's okay to say, you know, this is what it's going to take and I really just don't want to do that. I just don't have a capacity for that right now. Like that's totally fine. But I think when we start to kind of own own making that decision and acknowledging that, we, we kind of like help set ourselves up for success, right? Because we're not going to set goals um, – that we are not, you know, really willing and able um, and excited to actually fulfill. Um, so that's the last question. What are you actually willing to do? So obviously taking the time to do this is key because these insights are going to lead you to kind of setting goals and resolutions that will actually have an impact on, on the results that you desire. Yeah. And I also think that when it comes to New Year's resolutions, like there's the standard buckets of resolutions that people go for, like lose weight, you know, eat healthier, work out. And it's like, those are all fine, but it helps to think about like your specific situation and like what actually fits for you and what works works for you. Cause we're all different and we all have different circumstances. Mm -hmm. So to just say like, this is my bucket goal without really reflecting and seeing like how I could work it into my life. 
um, I think is kind of a waste of time. And it really helps to like sit down and get honest with yourself and bring awareness to like your own circumstances so that you can align yourself with this goal in a way that works for you. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. And I think we'll get into that in a minute um, with the second one, um, the sort of second tip that we have to look at for uh, setting goals that you'll actually sit to <laughs> stick to. Uh, so let's just go ahead and dive into that one. All right. So the second one um, is set specific goals. So if you want to be successful, you need to set specific goals. The more defined your goals are, um, the easier it will be for you to focus on reaching them. Right. So like, again, like Rachel just said, like, for example, um, if you say, you know, I want to lose weight, you may not be as likely to reach that goal, um, just because it's not really specific enough. Um, But if you change that to, for example, I'm going to lose, you know, I'm going to aim to lose half a pound or a pound a week by cutting out ordering takeout, um, then you will be more focused and it'll be a lot clearer to reach that goal. Um, And that kind of also goes back to the last one when you're thinking about like, what are you actually willing to do? So obviously we know, again, using weight loss as an example, just because it's a popular one this time of year, it's not enough to just say, I'm going to lose weight this year, right? Like we need to get really specific about not just weight loss in general, but like, what does that actually look like for you? Yeah. So like, like, like Rachel said, kind of breaking out of this co- kind of cookie cutter resolution and getting really, really fine tuned in terms of like what weight loss actually means to you. So like, why is that important to you? Um, how much weight are you looking to lose? What are, what are some decisions and things that you're going to set in place so that you can get specific about how you're going to reach it? And then kind of acknowledging like if you are willing to put in that work that you know that it's going to take to reach that goal. Yeah, for sure. When I first started um, strength training, I remember telling Ryan like he asked me what my goals were and I remember telling him like I just want to get stronger and he's like okay but like what does that look like for you? Like what is strength? And um, I remember like we set a specific goal of like being able to do a pull-up which is something I had never done before. And um, so everything that we did, all of my training, like worked around that goal. So that like I knew I was aiming for a specific thing until I was able to reach it. And then it was like, okay, I did that pull up. Now I can do two. Now I can do three. Now I need a new goal. Like let's realign. Right. Yeah. And that, that also brings up a important point in terms of like, what does strength mean? Like, it doesn't mean the same thing for everybody. Like for you, that meant wanting to do a pull up. I had a, a client the other tell, other day tell me um, that her, her like idea of strength was she would be happy if she could pick up one of those like, you know, in the offices, they have those like big water jugs that you have to like pick it up and then flip it upside down and put it on the thing. She was like, if I could just walk up to that and just handle it and put it on there, like without needing anybody's help or like, you know, whatever, like I would feel like, okay, I am strong. Wow. But like, that's so funny because I had just never thought about it like that. But that's so good. Because we think of things and everything in terms of like, you know, weight on the bar or whatever, but that's so much more applicable practical everyday life kind of thing. Right, exactly. And, you know, so I think, you know, again, like that brings up the point, you know, what does it actually mean to you? And, you know, thinking really hard about like what that actually looks like. Um, Because I think, you know, I think numbers in the gym can be kind of arbitrary if you don't really know how that transfers into real life, Yeah, Um, which is why I really, I really like that goal um, a lot. 
Yeah, that's great. Now <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. I, I want to get one just to see if I can like handle it. I mean, they're no joke. Like we used to have to carry them around at the gym um, that I worked at. Oh, and right. It was, uh, yeah, they're heavy. And it is, it's like an awkward thing to like handle, you know, like sometimes they have handles on them. Sometimes they don't like it's, it's, yeah. it's awkward. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, set specific goals. <laughs> uh, really think about what that looks like for you um, and, and write it. And yeah, we'll get into number three. I almost gave it away. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, strategy number three is to write down your goals. This may seem really easy, like a simple thing, um, but it really does make a big difference. And um, studies show that people who write down their goals are often more successful than those who don't. So make sure you write them down. Um, and keep them somewhere that you can see them every day. So a place that they're um, visible. This this is going to keep you um, and your mind always on your goals. So you can maintain your focus on the big thing that you're working for, the big prize. Yeah, for sure. Um, I made this mistake last year. I like Same. will admit that I have no clue whatsoever what my New Year's resolutions or goals were last year. And that's really sad. Like, and, and like when we like were sitting down to kind of brainstorm this episode, like we were laughing so hard because like neither one of us could really remember like what our resolutions were, or our goals were last year. Like, I know that mine, I, I'm pretty sure that I had a very generic one, again, not specific, obviously, to like work on and grow my business. But again, like that was not specific. And so yes, in, in the last 12 months, have I done that? Absolutely. But like, how much more successful could I have been if I had very, very specific goals over like what success in that, like defining what that success actually looked like, but also like had written it down (laughs) so that it was like top of mind. Like I said, in July, when we're not thinking about New Year's resolutions anymore, we're like onward and like living our life and, you know, need to be working towards something like I didn't have it written down anywhere. Right. I remember vaguely saying like, I wanted to be able to deadlift 200 pounds um, which like, did I make progress on my deadlift? Yes, for sure. Um, I've definitely like progressed that lift. Um, did I hit 200? No. Um, but I also did not write it down and I didn't have it visible anywhere. So I think the visible thing for me is huge, right? Like have it, like maybe I need to put that in the gym, in the garage gym so I can like see it every day so I can remember like what it is that I'm working for and like why I'm showing up in the gym every day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, otherwise, you know, it's like we all get busy, like we all get caught up in in everyday stuff. And like, we don't have those things top of mind. And so, you know, like, I'm looking to do this this year for my like business goals, but also for my personal goals and like actually write them down and like have a way of sort of tracking them. Um, because yeah, not only should you write these goals down, but we're, you know, to going back to point number two, like you need to know how you're going to track progress. Like what does success actually look like? If you have a goal to like, you know, lose 50 pounds this year, like just as an example, like how do you know that you're on your way? Like you can't, it's not enough to just say like, oh, am I losing weight? Cool. You know what I mean? Like I think we need I'm to, losing weight. Right, right. Like we need to know for sure so that you can course correct and you're not waiting 12 months to kind of reevaluate everything, right? Like you need to kind of know where you stand so that, and it's like, it's like a Rachel's deadlift example or like my growing my business example, right? It's like, 
technically did we do those things or we you know we got better at those things yes but it was because it wasn't a conscious effort like and we weren't constantly tracking and being reminded of that thing or that goal like we kind of left a lot of opportunity on the table right right? like because this needs to be if it's something you really really want to tackle and achieve like it's something that needs to be specific you need to write it down you need to have a plan of attack um so actually let's see yeah also milestones along the way which we'll get into set milestones along the way which we'll get into in tip number four so in tip number four we're thinking about checking in periodically Uh, just like everything else you need to reassess your goals to make sure that they still fit with what you're looking to do Um, if they don't then it's time to make some changes The longer you stick with something that's not realistic for you or might not fit into your ultimate plan, the less likely you will follow through and accomplish it. Right. Um, And so this kind of, again, kind of goes back to what I was saying, which is sort of like, you know, having check-in periods um, to make sure that you're on the right track and kind of use that to reassess like where you are and if you're actually making progress like if your goal over this over over this next year again is to lose weight for example like how do you know that you're on the way Um, and have you set milestone goals for example like okay my milestone comes in five pound increments right and like if I don't reach that five pound increment I've missed that milestone and so I need to check in and, and like see, and figure kind of, out right and like reevaluate where I am and maybe like shift some things around right but if you're waiting until July to check in or whatever you just forget about it altogether like you've kind of missed out of the opportunity right and we all need to kind of course correct sometimes like it's you know it's all, not always like a straight line it's actually very rarely a straight line for me to be Right. You know, in terms of like our achievements, right? Like we have ups, we have downs, we need to course correct, we need to make some changes, like that's totally normal. Um, And I think that's another reason too, why people tend to kind of like bail on their goals as they sort of hit an obstacle or a low point. And instead of like doing this check in and and deciding if they need to course correct, they kind of just say, ah, whatever, this doesn't didn't work. And they kind of give up on it. Right. Like I'm wondering how much more powerful our goals would be If, like, for example, I know a lot of people want to, like, recommit to going to the gym. Um, And I think what ends up happening a lot of time is inevitably, like, these obstacles or, like, life happens and it can can become kind of challenging to stick to that goal. Um, So if you're, like, missing the mark on that early in January, like, it's okay to not just be like, all right, well, that goal clearly won't work. I'm done. Like, check in and be like, what are the things getting in your way? Is it time? Is it, like motivation like what is limiting you to get to what you originally intended for yourself yeah exactly you know and I think a lot of people especially with health and new how you know health and fitness goals in January kind of just come out of the gate like so hot like ready to go like kind of completely overhaul my eating habits I'm going to go to the gym and work out every single day And it's just like this super high intensity thing that obviously is not sustainable. So then when they stop, you know, when they can't do it anymore and they run out of motivation or they, you know, just like want to give up, 
like it's just like all or nothing right when in reality like if you did if you followed this kind of process that we've taken you through and you've set really realistic goals that you know you can you can work towards that are reasonable this is far less likely to happen to you um and even if it does you know what i mean you can use that as an opportunity to check in and instead of giving up just say okay like maybe six days i overcommitted myself maybe let me just like cut that down to three for a little while as a compromise right and that's still better than completely throwing in the towel yeah and giving up or, yeah i yeah. recently like one of my goals for this coming year something i was doing when you know we were early in the pandemic and I was teaching from home I had a lot more downtime to like read um and I got into the habit of it and then once school started back up like it was much harder for me to do so one of my goals is to like make a commitment to read a little bit more just like set aside 15 minutes um to do that and originally when I set this goal for myself last week I was like all right I'm gonna do it every single day And, like, inevitably this week I missed, you know, a couple of days. So I'm looking at that like, okay, maybe it's not realistic for me and my schedule and where I'm at right now um, to be able to sit down and dedicate 15 minutes of my day to read every single day. Like, maybe I need to start with, like, four days out of the week or five days out of the week. That way I have a little bit of flexibility. Right. And you can always add to it. Right. Right. And you can always scale back. Like you can do it. The whole point of this is like by checking in, you're allowing yourself to be like goals can be moldable. Like it doesn't have to be set in stone. Like you learn from your behaviors and you learn to kind of course correct and change what you need to, um, to make it so that it works for you. And then you can build on that later on down the road once you create a habit and once you get better at it. Um, One important thing too that I want to throw out there though is to just sort of, because we are talking about setting yourself up uh, for success and resolutions and not bailing on them. um, Just remembering that there's a difference between quitting a goal or quitting towards a goal or quitting a resolution, whatever it is, um, because something is hard, right? And we just don't want to do it anymore. Um, There's a difference between that and then reevaluating what your priorities are. Um, so I think when you are kind of feeling like you want to throw in the towel, um, I really ask you to kind of sit down and be really honest with yourself. Is it that you've overcommitted or is it that you, you know, your priorities have shifted and you really no longer care about that goal anymore? Or are you just saying that it's actually just because you don't really want to do it because it's hard? Um, that's a really important distinction. It's, it's okay. It's always okay to reevaluate and change priorities, right? Like you might want to, you know, have a specific fitness goal for this year and then come June realize that you want a different goal, right? And if you're honest with yourself and you can reevaluate your priorities, that's totally fine. That's different than saying like, oh man, this going to the gym three times a week thing is just like not for me and like I'm just going to quit it and throw in the towel and do something else, right? right? Like that's quitting because it's hard and that we should never do. Um, reevaluating your priorities is fine. Uh, yeah, as long as you're honest with yourself when you're evaluating your sort of reasons for needing to reassess those goals, that's fine. Yeah, this kind of makes me think about um, in January or, you know, last January, I really wanted to focus on getting my nutrition in check. And um, once February came, I decided that I wanted to um, explore being alcohol free And I kind of decided that I didn't want to focus on both of those things at the same time. Like, focusing on not drinking and focusing on eating really healthy felt 
too challenging for me in the moment. And so I decided to like shift my priorities, knowing that that meant like I might not see as much progress in the gym as I was hoping, but that it meant like I could commit myself to being alcohol free, which like felt really important to me. So um, that's a good example of me like dipping out of something because I needed to like shift my priorities, but not doing it because like it was too hard to focus on nutrition. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that reminds me of something that I saw today um, from, you know, a personal development influencer that like really hit me and I think is super relevant to this is the idea of basically like he was calling out of, you know, when we're thinking about goals and things that we want to sort of add to our life. Um, not looking at those things, you know, in terms of priorities, like sometimes people will say like, oh, I just can't add anything. Like I'm at my max. Like I can't even think about adding something else to, to the mix right now. And basically he was saying like, don't look at that. Stop looking at it as like you're adding something else to your to-do list and start thinking about how you can be more efficient with the time that you actually have. Because you know, I'm sure you've heard this before. We all have the same amount of time a day, right? Like, right. yes, some people have more responsibilities than others. Yes, sometimes we have a harder time, like, managing it. But at the end of the day, like, we really are working with the same 24 hours. And so when you're thinking about adding something and and how you can prioritize, like, okay, I've got my family, I've got my job, I've got my health, I've got this, you know, when you're starting to make those priorities, like, don't think about it as you're adding something on top of that that now you have to work in. Think about where you can be more efficient with how you already are spending your time because chances are like you can make it, you can shift priorities and make it work. Yeah, I mean, even with us doing this podcast, like I used to have this idea in my head, like there's no way I could do anything after school. Like I'm already working out and making sure like I'm cooking dinner and I have to walk the dogs and, you know, I have X, Y, and Z to do. There's no way I could add in a podcast or something creative or writing or whatever that is. And obviously that's not true. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but like, if you say you don't have time to fit health and fitness or, you know, a fitness routine into your schedule, but you watch three hours of Netflix every night, like I don't really have a lot of sympathy for that. (laughs) Right. Well, (laughs) even like with the podcast, I kind of stepped back and looked at my life and I was like, what do I do when I get home? Like, yes, I come home, I work out, I walk the dogs, I do like a quick clean of the house But, like, something I adjusted was, like, meal prepping my dinners so that, like, I didn't have to focus on cooking. And, like, do I really need to scroll on my phone for 30 minutes to an hour? Probably not. Like, do I really need to watch one or two hours of TV? Like, maybe on some nights, but then on the nights that we record, I just don't do that. So there's always room for flexibility. Like, sometimes you just have to look and be self-aware of, like, well, how am I actually spending my time? I know it feels like... I'm exhausted and I'm I'm running from A to B to C and I'm doing all these things. But like take a step back and really get honest about like what it actually looks like that you're doing. Yeah, for sure. And like I, I'm not acknowledging that like that can feel overwhelming. But, you know, like I feel like I learned this in, in business where it's like if you're looking to sort of add something into your routine – 
you kind of have it, but you feel like you're already at your max capacity. You kind of have two options, right? Like you can either outsource something or mm. you can or you can swap something with something that's less important, right? Like for example, using Netflix as an example, and I'm not saying that I don't do this because we watch TV all the time. Yeah, like, we've been watching Game of Thrones. We watched like five nonstop. hours of Game of Thrones <laughs> over the last two days. So right. like I'm not, like I acknowledge, but again, like that's a conscious choice, right? I'm not over here saying I don't have time to work out. I am acknowledging that like, you know, we are choosing to do that activity versus doing something else rather than claiming that we don't have time. Right. Right. But like if I felt like I was at max capacity, but I need to be on my meal prep routine, like maybe I do a meal prep service. Right. Like that's me outsourcing something that I'm I'm saying that I don't want to prioritize into my own schedule. So I'm going to outsource it and give it to somebody else. Right. If that's not an option, maybe the only other thing is to get rid of something that I already have. So maybe I watch one hour less of television a week and I start meal prepping my own meals within that hour. Like this is what I'm saying. Like you don't have to look at it as like you're layering another responsibility on. You just need to be more efficient and honest with yourself around like how much time you're spending doing other things that are probably like less of a priority definitely and again like there's no like morality here like it's it's fine to do one over the other as long as you're kind of acknowledging that it is a conscious choice that you're making and be honest with how you could be more productive about it yeah that was a little bit of a tangent sorry yeah i just feel like it's also relevant (laughs) because i feel like these are the pitfalls that that like i've fallen into and that other people fall into and so i just it's nice to clear the air Yeah, I hear this a lot from people, like, because people always ask me at school, like, how do you have time to work out? And I'm like, well, you know, like, I just make it a priority. So I think just, I don't know, everything we just said, take a minute and just see see where you can shift. Yeah, just reevaluate, check in. All right, y'all. So bringing it back to our original content, um, strategy number five is to celebrate the small victories. Um, this is my personal favorite. Um, but when we're doing this, we're thinking about setting small goals that you're most likely to reach and remembering that you should celebrate. Uh, this will keep you motivated to keep going, but keep the reward small and something that will keep you moving in the right direction. Yeah, the way that I like to think about this is kind of celebrating in a way that's going to continue to set you up up for success and not send you back in the opposite direction. So a good example of this is, you know, like if you're trying to lose weight, like this is not like celebrating a small victory, meaning like, okay, I hit my five pound milestone, like I'm going to take this week off right? Like in terms of my diet, like this is not going out to eat. This is not like overindulging and kind of doing something that's going to sabotage yourself, right? This simply means that like you're going to do something that's going to help support you in your journey. Um, So for example, in the weight loss, like this might mean like buying a new pair of jeans or like getting a haircut or buying a new workout outfit or, you know, something like that, that's going to feel like a reward, but that still sort of keeps you focused on that end goal and like why you're doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I had to like really learn this one, um, because I know early in my fitness journey and my nutrition journey, um, I'm definitely not a person who can like just have a little of something. Like I'm not just going to like indulge a bit, like I'm going to indulge and then like take it like five times further. Um, that's just like how I've always been. And I really had to like unlearn that behavior. So early in my nutrition journey, when I would like hit a milestone, whatever it was for me at the time. And I would say, oh, I'm going to overindulge. Back then it was like usually around drinking or like 
eating out or something. And then I would just take it so far and I could never bring it back. And I had to kind of learn a new strategy that worked for me and kept me aligned with my goals. So I know now like something I really love to do to celebrate myself is like buy myself like a new sports bra or like pair of leggings for the gym or like a pair of shorts or new like workout shoes or whatever. Something that like keeps me in the gym and like makes me feel excited to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but it's, 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 you know, it's all of this stuff, like tackling new habits, like trying to set goals and tackle them. Like it's hard work, right? Anything worth having is like worth is, is, you know, you have to work hard for it. Like we all know that, but, and so celebrating, taking time to celebrate the small victories, is just kind of crucial to staying motivated throughout, throughout the journey, right? Like it takes a long time to lose a lot of weight, right? So you can't just say like, I'm going to be miserable until I lose 50 pounds, right? Like you need to create some celebratory moments and kind of goals for yourself along the way. So you have that sort of carrot at the end of the stick where you're like, okay, this is reminding me why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'm also taking the time to pause and celebrate all the hard work that I've done, but not in a way that's going to like sabotage your success, right? Like I know that for me, like I, after like when I first started like tackling nutrition stuff, it would be like, oh man, I ate really well over the last three days. So like I deserve to do X, like I deserve to have this like enormous like cheat meal or whatever. Right. And, you know, it's like that doesn't really work with weight loss because like you said, like mentally, emotionally, that kind of messes you up. But also it's like if you're, you know, the longer that the more you can be consistent with it, the better off you're going to be. So if you're doing stuff that then it's like, oh, I deserve this, then you're kind of really you don't you know, you're sabotaging yourself basically. So like finding healthy ways to celebrate, but acknowledge, you know, taking time, even if it's just like taking a beat, a beat to just say, Hey, you know what? I've worked really hard and I'm just going to celebrate myself and be really happy with where I am. Even if it's just literally like a mental acknowledgement. Um, but I also do think, you know, whatever it is that motivates you, if that's like new clothes, like we said, if that's like whatever, anything, um, just think about it. But yeah, definitely take a time to, have small rewards um, so that you can feel like you're making progress, acknowledge the progress that you're making. All right, y'all. So those are our five tips. I'm just going to run back through them um, really quick just to remind you. So the first is to reflect on your previous experience. Um, Second, remember to set really specific goals. Uh, Third, make sure you write those goals down so you don't end up like Ryan and I and forget um, totally what you even wanted to do. Um, The fourth is to check in periodically. Make sure you're like reassessing and reevaluating where you're at. And then finally, my most favorite, uh, number five, celebrate the small victories. Right. So uh, just to wrap up, as the new year approaches, we're getting really close, y'all. It's important to have a plan for what you want to accomplish. Um, And not only that, but how you're going to accomplish it. Just remember that the more detailed your plan is, right, the better, the the more successful you're you're, um, probably going to be. Not only will you be more motivated and focused to hit those smaller goals, but reaching them um, could be a small victory on, on the way to the, your ultimate goal. Yeah, totally. Um, also, if you'd like help with goal setting, um, I am doing this new thing this year where I'm going to start doing free coaching office hours 
um, to help people uh, set really solid goals for 2021. So nice. there's no catch here. I'm not trying to sell you anything. This is literally just, the, I really think this is a really important time of year. Um, and it's like where people will be. Yes, you can set goals at any time of the year, but the, since this is the time of year where most people want to try to do this, um, I want to help you at least set you on the right path for success. So if you'd like help with your goals, maybe you're not really sure, um, you know, what your goals are, or if you kind of have an idea, but you feel stuck or you don't really know like how to, the how part, like, you know what you want, you just don't know how to get there, yeah. whatever it is. Um, I want to make sure that you're set up for success and you're feeling confident going into this next year and ready to tackle it. So, um, yeah, I'm doing free coaching office hours, which basically just means that I will hop on a free phone call with you. Or if you don't want to jump, you know, talk on the phone, because that's weird for whatever reason, <laughs> if you want to just email me, um, that's also fine. Um, either way, uh, email me at ryan at Um, And I'm happy to help you just put goals in the subject line. And um, we'll set up a time to do the free coaching office hours. Each call is probably like 15 minutes long, maybe 30 if you really, if you really need it. Yeah, y'all, that's super helpful. I know like every time I have a goal, Ryan helps me get really specific with it. Um, So it does help to like talk to another person and like sometimes I'll be like, I have this goal. And then I'm like, he'll be like, but why? Like, why is that your goal? And I'm like, oh, we, I don't actually even know where that came from. So it just helps to to bounce your ideas off another person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of times too, especially like people will be like, you know what, I just don't really have anything that like means anything to me right now. Like I just don't really know what I want to do. And I think actually, if that's you, definitely go back and listen to that reflection episode because sometimes I feel like when we reflect on our past experiences, um, it kind of gives us some insights into maybe some things that you could, um, it maybe brings some stuff up that you might, uh, give you some ideas for some goal setting. Um, but anyway, um, I'm happy to help you out with that. Um, email me and we can set up a time to chat. Um, also buy a gift card for somebody if you need a last minute gift. Yeah, y'all, that's such <laughs> a good deal. I would do it just for that recipe book. It's really, really awesome. Awesome. Well, tomorrow's Monday, I guess. So yeah. I hope you have a really great week. Uh, take some time, do these exercises, get specific about your goals so you feel uh, ready to celebrate the end of the year and make even more excited to start the next one. Yeah. All right, y'all. Hope you have a great week and we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Thank you.